Hello everyone. Just before we get into it, I'd just like to add that on this particular episode, I interviewed my nan. Now, I will say that this was very difficult due to the fact that it took around 15 minutes just to record the intro because of the amount of mess-ups and I just couldn't control myself laughing. My nan couldn't stop laughing. So stick around to the end and you might be in for a treat. Anyway, let's get on with the show. You are now listening to the All Right Talk Show with me, your host, Shane Trainer. Get insider knowledge as we explore the world of business, travel, property, investing, healthy mindsets, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the All Right Talk Show. This week I have a VIP joining me. She has run multiple businesses and has carried out a successful property flipping career. A lot of my inspiration comes from this person as she has helped me out more times than I can remember. She truly is one of a kind with some great stories to tell. I'd like to warmly welcome on the show Eve Murphy, also known as my Nan. Nan, thanks for coming on the show. How are you? I'm fine. That took us a while to get through that intro, didn't it? I did. Yes, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah, good. Looking forward to this. Yeah, doesn't look like it from the uh, your face. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh. <laughs> oh, it took us a while to get through this intro, but anyway, let's have fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, where you born and raised in Ireland? Uh, whereabouts are you from in Ireland? Uh, Galway. Galway, and uh, you came over in England. What year? Oh gosh, Don't I can't know. remember what year it was. Fifties, sixties. I was only. Uh, how old was I? 14, I think, when I came here. Yeah, 14. Quite a while ago now. It is. Yeah. And, Long uh, time for me to remember. Yeah. What was what was the reason for your move? Because I, my, my nan and my granddad brought me up. And my granddad was a police officer for years and years. And he retired. And because their family was living in Birmingham, they decided to bring us over to Birmingham because... What would Grandad do at home in Ireland? Because there's nothing much for a, a retired policeman to do there. Mm. And, of course, we had a rented house, which had to be sorted out. So, anyway, we were brought over to England. Interesting. And, that... and I remember coming over on the boat. On the boat? Yeah, you, no planes do you available. Want to tell you about... Well, yeah, if you want to share this. Was there a story to tell about the boat? It's a big story. Oh, go on then. Entice us. I, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I was brought over on a boat, and of course I was only a child, so I didn't understand what was what. And uh, my nan and my auntie and my granddad, and I was so ill, and I didn't know what was happening to me. But anyway, it was a, it was a disaster journey. But we arrived in Birmingham, and I think I slept for about two days non-stop. Wow. Didn't know where I was then, even when I woke up, didn't know what was happening to me. Uh, but I just had to go with the flow and see where things led me to. And was that, did that happen quite a lot with a lot of Irish people? Because oh, there yes. was a big influx of Irish yes. around that yes. time, wasn't there? Because obviously, Grandad as well. I suppose I was the lucky one because I had somebody with me. Mm. But there was a lot of young lads in Ireland in them days, and they were sent over to England 
They didn't know where they were going, what was going to happen, because their families, they had big families in Ireland, and they were hungry. And they went over to England to make a bit of money and to send a bit of money home. Mm. And it didn't matter how much money they sent home, it was something, because they were starving in Ireland at the time. Yeah. There was a, yeah, because Ireland was, would you consider Ireland to be a bit of a poor country back then? It was. Yeah, it was. It was a hard country. Yeah. And there was very little money. Yeah. And there was a lot of children. And uh, there was there was no way of making money. So as soon as the lads got to 18 years of age, they were in England. Yeah, just to make, make a better life. Yeah, earn some better money. life for themselves. And, and they used to send 10 shillings in them days home to the mother. So what's that? And that was now? a lot for her to yeah. get. Yeah. So you can imagine if she had three sons in England and that was 10 shillings off each one. Yeah. That was wonderful for her. So she was uh, raking, she was in the, raking in the yeah. cash. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your like upbringing like in England? Did you work, find, had to find work? Did you educate education? Well, here? because I was only young at the time, I think they really didn't know what to do with me. Um, so eventually then I was sent to Stoke-on-Trent and I got a little job there and uh, then you see there's lots of this I'm leaving out because mm. I'd be here all day telling you all about it. Well, that's all right. But I don't yeah. want to be here all day telling you all about it but it's a big long 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 story. You could write a book couldn't you? Oh I could write two or three books. Yeah we'll look forward <laughs> to them then. <laughs> um, and then my my other aunt then that I went to live with for a while in Stoke and Trent got me a little job in the cinema. Okay, yeah. And I worked there for a while, and then I had met my husband Matthew in Birmingham before I came over. Only just met him, and then he decided he would follow me to Stoke and Trent. Yeah. And bring me back, which is what he did do. That's it. Uh, I remember him saying that he used to go and visit you every week. Yeah. He just wanted you to come back to Birmingham, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay then, so when was your, you've run quite a few businesses. So if you can remember then, what was your first business and what made you, if you can't remember it, what made you go to, tr to try and run a business? Because you'd never, you'd well, never done I, it before. I'd never done it yeah. before, but I started, um, when I came back to Birmingham then, I had a few jobs um, and in them days it was, um, oh, what was the name of this place now? It was up in Golden Hillock Road, there was a factory there and I started a job there and then I started a few jobs and then we decided we'd get married. God knows what we were going to get married with because we had no money mm. but we managed because Granddad and Nan and a few of them gave us a bit of money and, and we had a nice wedding and everything went off okay. But then we were never thinking about where we are going to live. So then we had to get rooms. Yeah. And in them days, nearly all the Irish were in rooms. Yeah. Because that was the only way they'd get somewhere to live. Um, and that was in Small Heath, St. Benedict's Road, Small Heath. And we got a room there. And then I started getting an evening job. And Grandad used to come down to the, the, the place we lived in and take John which was my son. My, which time. is my uncle, yeah. Which is your uncle. Yeah. And take him for a walk and that until I finished work. Um, and, and that went on for a good while. 
and then we kept moving and moving and moving and each time we moved I got a better job and a better job. So eventually I said to myself, I'm cutting out a load of this now, we'd be here all day telling you all this. Uh, I thought, I've got to do something for myself. Yeah. And I'm not going to carry on like this. I'm going to look for something. So I started looking out and in them days you could get a shop quite reasonable. Yeah, a good price to purchase yeah, the business. To, ver to purchase the business, yeah. 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 And uh, I went down Alum Rock Road because I knew some Irish old blokes that was there and I used to visit them. And they were in digs in a in a shop above the shop they were. Yeah, so and the yeah. shop itself was doing no good. Mm. So I thought, well if I could buy that, then I, they could still stay there, give me the rent, and uh, I could move on from there. So I did. Packed up my job, went there and Started making a bit of money, not a lot. But then the woman across the road, uh, which were an English couple, and they had a son, they came to me one day and they said, um, Eve, we're going to pack up this shop. They had a shop across the road, news agents. Yeah. And they bought it off an old woman that died. Would you be interested in it? And I thought, oh, God, have I got enough money? Where am I going to get the money from? But as it turned out, they didn't want a lot for it because of the condition of it. So I said, yeah, I'll have that. I'll put this one up for sale. So I put that one up for sale and it went overnight. And then I, it was about a month after, then I got into the news agency. It was, that was hard work yeah. because you had to be up at all hours of the morning to drive over there, which was a long way because I lived in Sheldon. And that was in... Um, uh, um, of the place it was in I forgot it was a good few miles away though, wasn't it was so, a good few miles yeah, away yeah. yeah and I kept that for a good few years and then one day I thought to myself now I've had enough of this I was a great one for moving on <laughs> so I thought I've had enough of this now I'm going to look for a pub pubs are supposed to be good did you make the transition from a shop to a pub because of the fact that you heard that they were better money or easily run better uh, easy to manage than a shop. No, it just felt like a change. Just, just wanted a change. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just quickly go back to the shops then. I mean, the shop was in Alum Rock Road. So it was in Alum Rock Road, and yeah. it was. You said it was quite difficult to run. Was you making a profit in in the shop? A very little profit. Very little profit. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where you thought, well, I'm going to try try something different. I.e. Yeah. Go to a pub. And I heard that the pubs was you know doing quite well and. Yeah. Um, so I I went to look for a pub and I got a pub. It was okay actually. It was in Hansworth, and there was a lot of Jamaicans there and mm. a lot of Irish. Yes. And of course, both good drinkers. Yes. Oh, so a lot of customers. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it wasn't a big pub, but I had some good customers and good nights. And I don't know if I should say this or not, but the police used to come for their their evening out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And their parties. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, we used to have a good party and a good bit of fun and everything else. And in that day, there was a, some sort of a lockdown on the Soho Road. Mm. I can't remember exactly now what it was. And you weren't allowed to go up or down the, the Soho Road at the time. But I was, because they were all at mine in the night time. Yeah, of course. That's probably why they did the lockdowns, <laughs> yeah. so they could just have the pub to themselves, yeah. So uh, we had a good time, but then... I decided I've had enough of this now. I want to move on and get a better one. 
So I just kept moving and moving and moving then till I got different pubs, made more money out of each one. Yeah. And then what was the last pub now I had? I can't remember what the name of the last pub was. I think it was at the Puff and Billy. Yeah, that rings a bell. And that was in Smithwick. Mm. And uh, when I got it so up so far that you couldn't get any more out of it. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So you, did you refurb? I build it up. Yeah. Get all the customers in. Get the customers in and make sure it was doing good business. Yeah. Then I'd flog it. So you essentially used to buy businesses that were run down and yeah. turn them around, essentially, yeah, that's and make, right. make them booming again, that's as, right. as yeah. they say. And then move on. And, uh, but you did that without, I'd like to say you did that without a strategy. You just did it because you just, you thought, well, I'll give it a go. And if it works, it works. If yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't. There was no, you didn't really do any calculated risk taking or anything. You just, you just went for it, went for it, didn't you? Oh, you no, I just went for it. In them days, like, I think it was easier because there was, I think there was more trust in people than there is now. Mm-hmm. I think there was, it was better out there than it is now, and uh, it was safer. Yeah. Because all my customers, they all knew me, and I was in Hansworth, in the thick of everything in Hansworth. Yeah. When they had the riots, I was in Hansworth. Yeah, yeah. But there isn't one of them that would ever touch my place. Yeah, yeah. You had quite. I mean, I I never got to see any of your pubs because I was well, I wasn't even born then. But yeah, yeah. Mum told me loads of stories about, um, yeah, your pubs having just a really good customer base and they the mm-hmm. look quite loyal customers and they would always be yeah, there and yeah. you'd do lock-ins for them and hot food. Yeah. And Did you ever have any trouble at any of your pubs ever once? Not, not trouble, not serious trouble or anything. No. Just a few like that uh, had one too many. Yeah. And threatened to put the windows through and all this, that and the other. Yeah. And I used to say, well, carry on then, but you'll be back tomorrow to fix it. <laughs> and uh, they used to call me for everything under the sun and then they'd come mm. back the next day and apologise. Yeah, just because they want their pint. Yeah, it's it's like when they're drunk. Yeah, yeah. You've got to realise that, Yeah. you know, that there's a lot of them that drink too much and don't know what to do with themselves after they've drank yeah. too much. I'm guessing Grandad would, you know, might have thumped them if they ever tried to... Well, he didn't really get involved no. in the pub that much. He used to pour the pints and that was it. Yeah. And yeah. have a chat and a smoke. Yeah. That was it, yeah. So after the pubs then, so your last pub was the Puff and Billy. And what made you what, what made you sell that? Was you like, was you bored of that? Then you're like, I'm bored of pubs yeah. now. So. Uh, do you know, I can't think now what I've done so after that. What about, you had a laundrette as well, didn't you? Oh, yes, I had was a laundrette. Was that after or before the pubs? I had a shop. Yeah, you mentioned news agents. News agents, you mentioned them. I had the pubs. Yeah. I had a shop, just an ordinary shop. Yeah. I had a laundrette. Laundrette. How did the laundrette go? Was that, all right. Was that boring or was that... It's, it's funny how things came to me. Yeah. I didn't go looking for them. They just... It's, I never looked for them. It's who you know, isn't it? You know, but I used to take my stuff in there to the laundrette. And the bloke that was there, he says, we're selling up here, you know. Now, you do all right here. And I said, oh, I don't want to go into business anymore. I've had enough of that. Yeah. And I said, no, you, you'll be doing fine. Yeah. So I bought the laundrette off him. Can you remember how much they were, any of these businesses? I, I know it was a while back. Yeah, I can't yeah. because my memory is not good now. Mm. Um, but that that's I had yeah. that for a good while. Yeah. It was good, good that you run business. I mean, now, I mean... Uh, I'm guessing in this day and age, you'd have to take, there's probably a lot more competition. I mean, to start a business now, you can do it with a click of a button online now. 
people back then, yeah, it'd be a lot more different, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, but you, you, back then there was more trust in the people as well. They were. Yeah, it was a, it was a people's game know, back then as well, wasn't it? I mean, uh, nowadays more so you wouldn't online. know what had happened to you. They could come in with a knife or yeah. something and hit you over the head. Mm. I don't think that would happen in them days. Yeah, a lot more trust. Yeah, you do, you do, you do hear yeah. people say that from the older generation, like you could, you could just leave your front door open that's right but nowadays yeah. we don't really well i wouldn't un- exactly leave my front door open but at least when i was in the pub yeah i did have a group of lads yeah that was regulars and believe me you wouldn't say nothing to me yeah because they'd have you yeah, yeah. and i think everybody knew that they were quite you know. protective of you yeah they were very good mm. they were very good lads and i used to have the younger lads coming yeah, in yeah, yeah. and they were very good as well and then i'd have the christmas parties there and yeah. birthday parties and Oh, we had uh, some good times. Yeah. Really good times. Did you ever employ anyone? Or was it just you oh, and Grant? Yeah. Gra- oh, yeah. Okay. I had to, yeah. Yeah. Grandad didn't do much because he was working at the Rover. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. But, um, yeah, I had two or three staff at the time. Yeah. Always did have. Were they all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were good. Did you ever have to fire anyone? Or no? uh, one I did for nicking. Oh, was he? Yeah. Some cash or nicking the booze? He was a bit light-fingered. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Five-fingered. He was a good worker, but that's no good. Yeah. If you've got somebody that's taking stuff from you, it doesn't matter how good they are working, it's no good. Yeah. Yeah, very true, very true. Um, So moving on to your property side of things, and I wanted to just to dive into your first house. Now, a story about how you got the house you live in now currently. I think you bought it for about 7000 or oh, something. God, on the I've had this that. house for years You've been now. in this house for over 30 years, haven't yeah. you? 35 years. I'll tell years. you a story about this house. Go on then. Um, I always liked the road we're living on. Yeah. Always liked it. And then somebody told me, like, oh, this, the estate agents down the road, uh, they've got the house... Am I allowed to say yes. where it is? If you, it's up to you. you can... I don't want that to be just, you know. Well, it's a house on a road. That's all the people yeah. need to know. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, I've always wanted to live on that road. Mm. So I mentioned it to my husband and he says, oh, we're all right as we are because we'd already had a couple of houses and we were living in Sully Hall at the time. And uh, I said, oh, I've always liked that house. It's a lovely house, that is, you know. Yeah, but it looks as if it needs a lot of work. Don't worry about the work. We'll have the house first and yeah. we'll worry about the work after, which is what I did say. Anyway, I got the key off the agent, came down, had a look at it, and there was loose floorboards and there was nails coming up here, there and everywhere. And God, it needed some work and I didn't realise how bad it was. So I thought, I'm not giving these keys back to the agent. You kept the keys. Because if I do, someone else is going to jump in and they'll take it. Yeah. And I want this house. So I told my husband about it, and he said, oh, my God, what are we going to do with it? I said, no, don't worry, we'll get it sorted out, but they're not having these keys back. So I bought the house for cash, never gave the agent the key back, and he was fuming. <laughs> but then he was all right when he knew, like, that we'd got it. the money and we okay. were buying the house and yeah. that, you know. So I had it all done up and everything else, and, and it was fine. And we're still in that house to this day. But obviously, it's not the same house that it was then. No, because you built a whole uh, extension on the side and, and yeah. made it, but you've built it both sideways and long ways, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different house when but, you bought uh, it. But somebody will have the benefit of one day. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping to maybe take the reins afterwards <laughs> and turn it into a HMO. 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know if I'd want to give it. There's plenty of rooms that you could open and not Turn, turn it into a, an even map museum. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want a bloody museum, would you? <laughs> Turn it into a museum and uh, put the dog in in a in a picture frame. Oh. Poor Alfie. Yeah, we got a dog called uh, Alfie, and uh, he's so protective of you, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's terrible. He's a little shit. He's there now, sitting up by the the window, yeah. watch to see when am I going to finish. Yeah, he's impa- his little impatient dog watching us, uh, making sure we're ready to finish this. And uh, of course, torture. I uh, my family grew up, and I I bought houses for all of them. That's right, yeah. So you bought my mum a house. That? Bought her a house. Yeah. Bought Darlene a house. Yeah. Helped John buy a house. But you did that, so the the, the money, you, the way you managed to do that was because you bought you bought houses and you used to put value into them, yeah. and then you used to sell them for a profit. I used you? to go. To, I left that bit out. I used to go to auction. Passionate about investing in property? Are you a beginner or a seasoned veteran wanting to learn more? Then Blue Ricks Magazine is a perfect magazine for you. I know what you're thinking. Not another property magazine. Well, Blue Brick subscribers get access to their bi-weekly private podcasts, monthly meetups, private YouTube library, digital download resources, and of course, bi-monthly print magazine, as well as their regular online articles. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Head over to bluebricksmagazine.com forward slash investor or click on the link in the show notes. That's right. Talk about your in auctions. Birmingham. How were they? And... Um... There was a lot of businessmen, yeah. and there were estate agents and That's that. That's right, yeah. And you know how you get talking to people and one thing or another. So I bought one in Hay Mills, big house it was, and I, my husband wasn't very happy about it, and everyone was saying, oh, my God, what did you do buy that house for? It needs this, that, and the other done to it. I said, I'm not bothered. All yeah. I want to do is do it to a point that I can make a few thousand out of it. Yeah. Which is what I did do, and I'd done it up, and that estate agent came round one day, and he says, oh, my God, look what you've done to this house. I was after this house. I was after this house. And I says, well, we'll see if I get the money for it. Oh, he said, you will. Anyway, I put it up for sale, didn't keep it long, and I did get the money for it. And then I bought another one at an auction, and I'd done the same thing with that. So I think that was where my money started to come yeah. from. yeah. And then is that when you, you realised then that, I'm going to minute, I can make some money from property? And then you're like, I, I, you, could, yeah. you could see that you could make some serious cash from it. Yeah. So that's when you started to do it a lot more. Yeah, and I think that applies to anybody. I think if anybody wants to do something and they get it into their head, stick with it. Mm. Don't keep swapping and changing. Get good stick at it. Stick with that particular thing that you want to do. And then when you've had enough that maybe so many years down the line or you've made enough then you can do something yeah. but once you've got something in your head go ahead with it stick with it and don't be sidetracked yeah stay in your own lane never be sidetracked now if somebody says oh well I'd leave that one if I were you go to something else then don't stick with what you've got yeah and get that one on the go and yeah and you know I find you you ignored what other people were saying yeah and you went for it and yeah. it paid off, didn't it? So if you'd listened to what other people were saying, you wouldn't have had all these I mean, houses. I had an estate agent come out to one of the houses that I'd bought. And it uh, wasn't a brilliant house, but nevertheless, I, I was making £10,000 on it. And he came out and he had a look at it and he said, oh, you've done a lot to this. And I said, I haven't. I've just decorated it. Yeah. Made it clean, tidy, presentable. Lick paint, yeah. And uh, I said, this is it, you know. 
And he said, yeah, never going to get that. I said, well, would you advertise it for me then? And he says, no, I wouldn't be able to sell it. <laughs> I said, all right, then fine. Don't worry about it. I just thought I'd ask you. And I sold it. Yeah. And I got what I wanted for it. How much did you make? And Oh, I think I made about... 12,000. Not bad. And which, which was good. That was in about... In, oh, it was only in a, year, a couple of was, months. What year was that? About 2000 remember. and something? Or yeah, 90s? The years are too far back for me now yeah, to remember. Because yeah. the 12,000 was a considerable amount. But it back was then, a lot of money. Mm. You could do a lot with 12,000 pounds. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it was, it was interesting time. Yeah. And so with, with your other properties then, like now... When people want to go into properties, there's all these property strategies. So there's like buy to let, you know, uh, mm. you get a tenant, um, standard buy to let, you get a tenant, they'll pay you mortgage, you earn a bit mm. of money. Um, and then there's the buy, refurbish, refinance, which is you buy a property, you refurbish it, you refinance it, you pull some money out, mm. and then you go mm. on to the next whilst having a tenant in. And then there's the buy to sell or what's considered flipping, flipping mm -hmm. houses, which is what you seem to do, but you didn't. There was no such thing as property training, or there was no. Oh no, no. There was none no. of that stuff. There was no. no. You didn't even know what. The I word don't think means. you do need training to to do this sort of thing. I, in my opinion, if I was to do it now, I'd go out there and find out what area is property going for. What What's the property price like in certain areas? Yeah. Uh, because there's a great, um, what's the word for it now? There's a lot of people out there buying property nowadays. Yeah, there is. Loads and loads of people. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're in, and once they're in, it's hard to outdo them. But what I would do is I would still go my own little way, and if I've seen a property that I thought, well, it doesn't need a lot doing to it, make an offer. Stick to your offer. Yeah, stick Go to back offer. and see him again a couple of times. Yeah. Still tell him, look, this offer is there. Cash. No problem. Cash. Yeah. Cash in hand. It'll go straight through. No problem. And then that sort of gets people thinking, oh, I'll, I'll give her a try. People do prefer cash mm -hmm. buyers, don't they? Yeah. Because it's quicker. Quicker yeah. to move yeah. than setting up a mortgage, isn't it? But uh, it's, it's um, I suppose it's a game, really. It is, isn't it, actually? Mm. Yeah, you could see it as a, yeah. as a game. It's quite a fun one, and it's obviously one that's yeah. made you um, some money, which has helped you. see, you. I'd still do it to this time. Yeah. You enjoyed it, didn't you? Mm, but my husband wouldn't let me. Yeah. Well, tell you what, what was the... You bought a property on the same... You bought, actually... How many properties have you bought on the same road you live at now? Two, three properties? Three. Three properties, haven't you? And you yeah. sold them. You've made yeah. profits. And what was the yeah. one you bought? You bought a bungalow down the road about in 2005 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Bungalow. You held on to it for six months and then you didn't want it anymore. Sold it and made a 10 grand profit or something. Yeah, more than that, I think, wasn't it? It was a bit more, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Didn't do anything with it. I won't buy something unless I'm going to make a profit. Well, that's it. You you make the I money. I will not buy anything. You make money yeah. um, from day one, don't you? Mm -hmm. That's the way you've got to... And I've got my... I mean, if I was... If, I could do it now to this day, but... Like, I've got a husband that won't let me do it and <laughs> complains. Shout out to Matt. Complains terribly about, what do you want that for? You don't need that. Do you need the money? It's not a point of needing money. It's a point of having something to do and an achievement. There's creative ways to do things as well, yeah. isn't there? Mm. It's an achievement. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always had my eye on, on Bicken Hill Lane. Yeah. 
and there were some nice old places out there. But now, of course, people are buying them now, aren't they? Because they're redeveloping the, the area. That's right. But that's the time to buy. You could have got one of them. But that's the time to buy. Yeah. Are you going to give me the money to buy one then? Oh, God. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> So right, we'll, we'll refinance this property and we'll uh, we'll get the money out and I'll, that'll start my get my property oh career kick up the arse. You don't need a load of money, you know. People think, oh, you've got to be a millionaire to get another place. You've got to be this. You've got you haven't got to be anything. Yeah. You've got to have it up here. You can have it in That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can. There's creative ways. Yeah. To uh, yeah. Living. You yeah. don't need. When I set out, I didn't mm. have two hairpins to rub together. Yeah. No, but, you know, no. it's it's uh, it's like the petrol station down there. Many a time I've gone in and I've come out without paying him. What, an accident? Yeah, I forgot. And I was talking to him and I went, ta then, see you. And he went... <laughs> just waving And by. I went, oh, God, he's very friendly with me today. And I've got home and I thought, Jesus, I haven't paid for my petrol. <laughs> oh, my God, I better go back up. And it's true, this is. And I've gone back up, and there's been two blokes behind the counter. And I said, oh, I'm ever so sorry. Do you know, I was waving at you, and you were waving at me, and I forgot to pay. And were you waving at me to tell me I hadn't paid? He said, yes, I was. Well, it wasn't a courtesy way, was it? <laughs> it wasn't. You're not his favourite customer. <laughs> so, anyway, I mean, we have a laugh now. I still go into the same garage, and, you know, they yeah. wouldn't think anything of it. You could get away with murder, you could. If I went without paying him, he'd know I'd be back to pay him. Yeah. Oh, well, we had some good times and we had some bad times, and yeah. that's how life is. That is life, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So You can't have, in life, you can't have good times. And in life, when you go up a hill, yeah, you've got to come back down that hill. That's right. And it's up to you, when you're up that top of that hill, how you're going to get down to the bottom of the hill. It's best not to. Yeah. Because you, you, that's that's some really good advice. So mm-hmm. I mean, just touching on that, just to add some more advice that for like for anyone that's say for instance eighteen years of age and they've got the whole life ahead of ahead of them, um, but they wasn't sure what they wanted to do in life. What advice would you give them? Because you've obviously come from Ireland, come to Birmingham, not a clue what to do, and then you've you've owned businesses, you've you've made money flipping property, and you've just got stuck in and you haven't taken no for an answer. So what would be your advice to someone who's turned 18? I would say have a goal and be determined and don't let nothing stop in you. Don't let nothing go in your way yeah. because these days now you can be very sidetracked. Yeah. You can get terribly sidetracked with um, what's happening out there. Yeah. And don't let that happen. If you've got something in your head that you want to do, don't let anybody stop you. Go. If you fall down, Fine, get up and go again. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, if you study it and and get it into your head how this thing is going to work and how it's going to benefit you, it's got to benefit you. Um, then go for it. Yeah, I love that advice, and I just I just wish more people would listen to people like yourselves, mm. like yourself, um, and take that on board. Because yeah. obviously you've you've been there, you've done it. Yeah. You've got your, your living proof that you've done these things. And brought up children in between. That's right, yeah. And it hasn't been easy. And used to take them to the pub with me yeah. and get them to make the sandwiches with me. <laughs> not, not, to, not to drink the booze, I hope. <laughs> no. I hope not. I hope not. 
Uh, and uh, any advice for someone that's wanting to get into property as well? Is it just to just look at the best well, areas? Well, let's look at things nowadays. We're talking about now. Because you haven't been in, in property now, for a while. I haven't been in the property business for a good while. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I was in like I was at the pubs and I was running clubs. Yeah. At the pubs. That's right. Yeah. So I was still doing something, you know, relating to it. Um. I I would say to anybody, there is still a door open out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it depends on what's in your mind or where you want to go or if you want to make it or if you don't want to make it. Now, some people will say, oh, <laughs> I do, but I ain't going to do all this, that, the other. If, if you like that, don't bother. Yeah. You've got to be determined. You cannot let something stop you. Yeah. People stop you and they say, why would you bother doing that? There's too many of them people around, isn't there? I wouldn't do that. And and look how long it's going to take you to do Oh, I couldn't be bothered with all of that. No. So, well, that's okay. That's you. This yeah. is me. And I'm going to do it my way. I think that's where I get a lot of my... Um, you know... Uh, my traits from is probably yeah. comes from you because uh, I just I, if I want something I'll go out and get it and a lot and, of, and a lot of my friends have said that don't ever stop that yeah. go out there and get it and if somebody says you can't do that the more people that say to me you can't do that the more I do it yeah no I love that that's really be determined good. I need to get that on a t-shirt yeah be determined yeah um, and always make sure that when you aim for something it's going to benefit you yeah at the end of the day, you want to benefit. Yeah. You might not to start with, but at the end of the day, you want to see something from that. Yeah, love it. You know. Yeah, love that. Yeah, absolutely great advice. Really like that. Um, brilliant. So th- this this brings us to the, the final part of the show then, and this is uh, something I do with all my guests, and it's like a random fun questions. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to... So they're going to be quite easy, don't worry. So I'm going to ask you, your first question is, what is what has been your favourite car that you've owned? Favourite car I've owned? Yeah. Jag. Jag. Oh, yeah, you've mm-hmm. had Jaguar? Yeah. Haven't you? Oh, I've had a couple of them. And uh, do you want to tell people the story of when Mum had to drive you home? When you were, you and your friend were drunk and my mom, what was Mum on? Was she sick? Was she 14 or 15 and she drove the Jag? Oh, we won't go into that one now, I think, because that's, a bit, that's touching on uh, dangerous ground. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, yeah, so my mum drove the Jag when she was about 14, 15 to pick up. Oh, I always got levered. your mum to, to drive, I think. Mm. I don't know whether it was me yeah, that learned yeah. her to drive or whatever, you know, around the car oh, park. That'd so. be a classic having that Jag now, you wouldn't know. it? Oh, I wish I could see that Jag. Yeah. It was a blue one. Yeah. A lot of my cars happened to be blue at that time, yeah. but I always had big cars. You love big cars, don't mm. you? Yeah, big engines. Yeah. Yeah. You Even don't... the one today is. Yeah, you got Volvo S60. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. 2.4 litre diesel. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Now, really good. All right, so what? your ne- next question is, what is your favourite thing to eat? Well, in my younger days and up to... Quite recently, and I still do like a bit of curry. Like a bit of curry, don't you? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some people would say like, oh, I like a, a, a nice roast dinner on a Sunday. No. 
I'll have a curry. Curry on a Sunday. Yeah. We, we used to go for a lot of curries. Yeah, didn't we, we did. Yeah. You can make a banging curry. And I can make good curries. And your patties. You make good your patties. Yeah, and your pa- I'm good yeah. at my patties. You got, what's it called, the thing you actually make? Your tower. On? A tower. Tower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, really good. You got the, all the uh, mix. Yeah. Mix. I've got all the stuff Love from the kitchen. Yeah. Could make one right now, this second. Yeah. Love them, yeah. Great answer. My fa- that's probably yeah. That's probably one of my, my favourites. I used well, to curry. make the curries in the pub. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Did you sell them? Sometimes. Yeah. But uh, if I had a stopover, what we called a stopover, we were locking. Lock yeah. Yeah. I mean, they the lads would be buying their beer and everything else, and uh, I'd have made the curry and did have a bit of curry. Yeah. Didn't charge them for it. Yeah. So here yeah, I have some curry. Yeah, curry. And they used to always say, "You're going to poison me." Eve. And I said, well, if you don't want it, leave it there. There's plenty more that will have it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that changed yeah. their tune, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, bro. All right, and final question. Um, I ask this to everybody because I'm just interested is, uh, name something that grinds your gears, that pisses you off. What pisses you off? Uh, there's nothing that's... Really, really pisses me off. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Would it be the dog barking? Would it be no. bad drivers? Well, bad drivers, I think, pisses everybody off, <laughs> don't they? You know, you could get out and you could, but you can't do that nowadays because they'd get out to you. Yeah. Them days have gone when you could swear at them and everything else. I remember once, I have to tell you this before I go. Go on then. Um, Mr. Singh, yeah. he was my mechanic. Oh yeah, I remember Mr. Singh. He was a great, great guy. He's yeah, a lot, he's a still lot alive. Man. He's still alive. Only just, <laughs> but he's still alive. Getting on a bit now. A bit like myself yeah. now. Only just. Um, and I used because I couldn't get out of the pub that easy. Yeah. I used to say to him, "You'll have to come out here and fix my car. It won't start. Yeah. I don't know what's the matter with it." And he would come out. Yeah. But not only would he come out, he'd have a few drinks. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I obviously couldn't get drunk because I'd, I'd have to get home because sometimes I used to have to come home to sort everything out for the next day yeah. and then get back to the pub again. So I remember the once anyway, and he'd had quite a few to drink. And I'd had a few drinks, and we went to, you wouldn't know where this hill is. It's, um, it's in Hansworth, and it was a big, big hill. Yeah. And it was snowing, and it was snowing really heavy. I'll never forget this. And you couldn't walk on the hill, never mind driving it. But no, Clever Dick here was going to drive. And Mr. Singh was drinking his whiskey in the car. Jesus. <laughs> and there was us. I forget the name of the area now. It was. My, my memory is terrible now. I wish I could tell you the name of the area. Um, and I did get up that hill. And it was a big hill. And we'd had a few drinks, and I got and I got him home safe. Yeah. And when everybody found out about that, even his own community and everything else, yeah. they said, "Oh my God, Almighty! You could have been killed." Yeah. Well, we could have been killed, but you don't think you haven't like you having a laugh. Yeah. And the more snow that came down, the more difficult it got. And the more fun it got, probably. Yeah, I thought this is great. <laughs> yeah. And he was as pissed as a fart. <laughs> He'll never forget that. If you were talking yeah, to him now, yeah, yeah. and if I said, Mr. Singh, what about that? And he said, oh, yes, I must tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a great, that was yeah. a great time. What a fun story. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I think that 
just about wraps everything up then. And, we could um, be here all day. No, talking. we could. And as yeah. I said, you could write about 10 novels. Yeah. And uh, I'd definitely buy one anyway. Well, I'd hope I'd get one for free, but obviously I'd buy one. Oh, God. I haven't got yeah. the, um, is it the incentive to, yeah, yeah. to, to write one. start doing something like that now? Well, if anyone's listening and they want to uh, help us publish a book, then reach out. But it would be a good book because you're going back for years, going back years ago. But they can be shortened, can't they? And now I have been out Hansworth Way lots of times and all the pubs I had are down. They've gone. They are. They're all knocked down, aren't they? Yeah, and the the one I had was supposed to have been haunted. Oh, really? And they're always scared of going in there, coming out late or everything like that. And the funny thing about it is, all the pubs I had are down, uh, but that particular pub is down, but they've never done anything with the ground. Is it just an empty bit of land now? It's just that small, built houses on small yeah. bit of land. Yeah, maybe I can develop something yeah. kind of then. And oh, that's I'll, weird. I'll develop some houses. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just a pub. bit. Yeah. Put a pub on it, cut it, Puffin' Billy. If you, oh, I had a Puffin' Billy. Yeah, I'll call it the same yeah. one. Yeah. No, if you, um, <laughs> my, that one was called The Old Gate. Oh, of course, Ye yeah. Old Gate, yeah. Ye Old Gate, It's quite yeah. a bad that one, yeah, it's got quite a few. No, well, uh, Nan, it's been an absolute right. pleasure to get you on the get you on the show and well, uh, okay, share um, your experiences. Thank you, but we could be here till tomorrow talking about Because yeah. as you're talking, then other things come in your yeah. head and... Then you don't finish that because yeah. it's gone out your head because you're thinking of something else at the same time. Yeah. So you're trying to fit them all in in your head. Yeah. You're I'm, trying to fit them all in a bit of everything. The, let's let's be honest. In life, there's never enough time, is there? No, there there's isn't. Never no, enough time. No. But you know, it's been nice. It's yeah. been special. I've enjoyed recording this one, and uh, I'm sure people listening to this will really enjoy it. But uh, thanks on. for coming on. You're very welcome. Yeah. As, as we would say in our day, well, we'll do this again sometime. We'll do this again sometime, yeah. Well, <laughs> well it, a continuation. Yeah. Well, we might even get a part two in if we get the demand for yeah, it. We'll continuation. Yeah, continuation. Yeah. But there is so much that's out in that area that's years back that you could write about. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, there probably is books published on it. The actually, hauntings you know. and yeah. things that have happened and... You know that that they know it happened. Yeah, yeah. When the old boys I used to have coming in every lunchtime with the walking stick and the dogs, yeah, and the pint, and I used to have a fire. Remember it like it was yesterday. And they'd be sitting around the fire. Yeah. And I'd be moaning at them for taking up the seats around <laughs> the fire. Yeah. But that was part of it, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like home from home. You wouldn't change it, would you? No. No. It's home from home. No. But there you go anyway. There you go. Well, it's been a pleasure anyway. Okay. And uh, thanks for doing this. But uh, Right, so that's been the All Right Talk Show. Thanks, everyone, for listening in this week. If you enjoyed the episode, please give it a like, a download, or a comment, or just reach out and tell me what your thoughts are. That's been the All Right Talk Show. We will be back next week with another guest. Ciao for now. Hello and welcome back to the Alright Talk Show. This week I'm joined by my very good friend, and again I picked the wrong one. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, I found, I found the right one. Now. My yeah. very good friend and Alfie. <laughs> yeah, a little shite bag. Hello and welcome back to the Alright Talk Show. This week I have a VIP. <laughs> you asked me to laugh. <laughs> Oh.
David Cameron is just coming through the door now. <laughs> Not quite. Okay. Now try again. Uh, try again. Um, right. I'll do the interview then. And oh, I need to. Oh, for fuck's sake! This is the longest what? interview I've ever known. <laughs> even started, On television, yeah. all they do is now we're having an interview. Now. Can I ask you? Blah, 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 yeah, blah, but yeah. it's all. But it's this all one energy. here is a lot of bollocks. <laughs> oh, God. Right, you ready? Right. I've been ready for the last hour. <laughs> I need to be quiet for two seconds. Yeah, go on then. Okay, and I'll do the instruction then. I'll ask oh. how you are. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, why didn't you ask your mom to do this? Got, because <laughs> she doesn't. She didn't run businesses. All right. All right. Bye. She couldn't make it up. Right. Well, exactly. Hello and welcome back to the Alright Talk Show. This week I have a VIP joining me. She, <laughs> she has run. I you need to just stop, stop laughing, otherwise I can't do my intro. Right now. Are you right. going to keep laughing when I say VIP? No, VIP, me arse. <laughs> you are. But that's the, that's the joke of it. That's the joke of it. My VIP, me arse, I said. Oh. <laughs> right, okay. let's start again. Do you realise we are recording? You're not recording. Yeah, <laughs> Now start again. Right. Hello and welcome back to the Alright Talk Show. This week I have a... <laughs> I might just have to change that. <laughs> I'll just get out of the system. <laughs> Do you want to try this another day? No. This is I'm not a good day. Here now, I'm set up, set up to go. Could be worse, we could be crying. <laughs> right, now, this is the talk show that we're just starting off with. Okay. And right. uh, I've got Evelyn Murphy here. Right, ready? I'm and I've got, now. yeah, go on. <laughs>